Um, so you you all uh, run away down this uh, pathway and uh, successfully pass this adversarial adventurer and have shown mercy uh, in a lovely way that warms the hearts of everyone. Everybody knows you're the good guys. Yeah. And you find yourself in a new town that looks like the old town because I only have the one picture. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, Same architect for all the local towns. <laughs> Somebody pulled this uh, crossbow bolt out of me. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. no problem. Just gonna rip it out. <laughs> Thank you. Ah. Pardon? What has happened? <laughs> Hello? We get to see a beautiful skyline of the town. Did you change the dimensions of the... There we go. Okay. Yeah, it was bothering me how much uh, free space was at the bottom of the page, and I tried oh, yeah. to be slick about it, and I was not. I Yeah. <laughs> I made the dimensions of the page uh, two by twenty-five, and that was not the move. <laughs> that was not the move. No, man, this town looks so much like our own town. <laughs> do we uh, do we know uh, what kind of uh, healing potion we have? Uh, it is uh, like a cure light wounds. So let me. Uh, I have that pulled up over here. So that is a one d eight plus one. Dang. And let's see. The the only one of us to get damaged was the one not in melee. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> uh, you played that really smart. Uh, you disarmed her. She didn't really have any uh, kind of other melee options and is pretty... I, I, I had assumed you were more ranged focused, so I was like, ah, they're gonna be slinging stuff, and she's just gonna have to deal with the monk, and I forgot that you Dirty have fighting. a sword cane, and not, like, a gun cane. <laughs> oh, I would love to have a gun cane. <laughs> that 5,000 gold, we can get you a gun cane. Yeah. Ooh. So, so we're in West Yard. Mm-hmm. So you're in West Yard. Uh, you come up. It is a slightly more fortified town. Uh, it does not have the protection of the Wardstone. So there's, uh, you know, a couple of guard towers keeping watch for any, you know, giants or uh, dragons that wish the town ill. Uh, so you're in this town, uh, and uh, Wench, can you roll me another d20? Five. Five, okay. Uh, you get a call on your speaking stone. Hoy hoy. Uh you you pick up the phone and you hear Leo on the phone. And he says, Dad. Yeah. Mikey put a beetle on Raf's shell. 
Okay. And Raph can't reach it because it's behind him. And he's gotten really mad. Okay. All right. Well, um, maybe. Uh, here, uh, hang on. Let, let me talk to put put Mikey on. Uh, so yeah, he goes, Mikey, Mikey. Dad wants to talk. Dad's on the phone. And uh, there's some some shuffling. And then uh, your other son, Mikey, is like, Hey, Dad. Hey, did you put a beetle on your brother's shell? No. Okay, well, if you had put a beetle, I would ask you to remove it. Um, you know that we are trying to uh, work on Raph's anger issues, so if you just try to make him mad, that's not going to help. I wasn't trying to make him mad, it's just funny. I know, I know. Well, um... Let's, uh, why don't you take that off and apologize? Uh, mm -hmm. otherwise, when I get home, I'm gonna have to talk to you about pranks, I'm gonna have to talk to be out to to rap about anger, and I'm gonna have to talk to Leo about being a narc. <laughs> uh, uh, Mikey, uh, finds this fun, and uh, he, he is overjoyed that his uh, narc brother is also getting in trouble, um, and uh. Suspiciously, Donnie has not been mentioned this entire time. Yeah, he's probably off in his room doing machines. Yeah, he's off tinkering in his room. Uh, he's uh, that's a good good kid. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He's always uh, studying and uh, doing good in school. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, he's gonna build an apparatus of qualish, and then we'll sell it and we'll make a mint. Mm -hmm. Uh, and. Uh, your your sons also want to know if they can order pizza. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, so thanks, Dad. Yeah. And it, it's kind of this thing of like, it just immediately hangs up. Like, doesn't even say bye. Just little kid. Like, okay, and then click. Oh, kids. <laughs> so. Uh, you are uh, in this town now. Um, you know there's uh, there are some guards around. Like there's a there's a tavern. Uh, you do not immediately know where this niece of uh, August Evazar is. So, uh, what would you like to do? Uh, I guess we can go into the tavern and ask around. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. Did it? Oh, yeah. He he did give us a name. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Like uh, upon uh, like walking across the first like uh, member of law enforcement, uh, Bones will walk up confidently and say, uh, mm -hmm. "Oh heck, what what town are we from again?" Timberglen. <laughs> Timberglen. Yeah. Uh, one second. I'm writing that down so I don't forget it. Uh, but yeah, he's gonna walk up to the first guard and say, uh, uh, greetings, officer. We're on official business oh, from Timberglen. Ah! Ah, skeleton! Ah! Ah! Where? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> um, 
he he notices your confusion and says, uh, you, you're a skeleton. Oh, yeah, I am. Hey, am I being attacked? He pulls out so. his bike. Oh, I'm not being attacked. No. You're like a citizen. Yes. A private uh, citizen. A private investigator. Yeah. S- lowers the pike. Uh, Greetings, citizen. Uh, as I was saying, we're on official business from Timberland. We're looking for Natasha Everster. Uh, d- uh oh, uh, Natasha. Uh, d- are are you um, are you here for the party? We're here on official business, and I pull out a piece of parchment says we are given leave to investigate um, and must be given all uh, assistance and then it's signed by the mayor but it's actually signed by me and then it has the seal uh, his wax seal at the bottom can you do me a linguistics check (laughs) it's written in goblin Oh, I do have a linguistics check. Mine's at a plus one. Uh, you got a so one. You got a one. He rolled a two and got a one. Amazing. Uh, so he looks at it, and it is like, it is like on the back of a receipt. Um. <laughs> It's uh, it is written in like marker, uh, and he says, "Uh, no." Well, uh, I've done all I can. Winch, <laughs> we need your kind eyes. Uh, all right. <laughs> what was this party you were talking about, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Natasha's son. Uh, it's his birthday. Oh, we got him some muffins. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. So you're like the the caterers. Um, that's yeah. Uh, her her uh, mansion is uh, down the street, and he he starts to give you directions, and he's helpfully pointing uh, where to go to get to this house. Oh, well, thank you so much. And uh, we'll just be on our way. Uh, thank you, kind citizen. <laughs> Wench has uh, once again proven himself an upstanding member of society. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. As long as uh, nobody gets thrown in jail for forgery, that's, that's mm-hmm. a good Yeah, thing. Yeah, that, that is the ideal state. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, you, uh, you walk toward this mansion and, uh, or manor, and it's, uh, kind of in this nice area. There's a couple of manors that are, uh, along the street, and you immediately know which house it is. Because there are so many children in the backyard. 
Uh, there are like parents milling around. There's uh, a magician doing like a, like a street magician doing little tricks and pulling a rabbit out of a hat. And there's a, a bouncy castle. Uh, and there, there must be 38 year olds in this backyard. It is chaos. They are screaming and running around. You, it is an unmistakable eight-year-old's birthday party. And you walk up and you see this uh, woman standing there. And she is wearing kind of like a power suit uh, with like a pencil skirt. And <laughs> she has this big hair that is uh, kind of an auburn color that is styled and poofed back. And she uh, has these businessy glasses on and she's on her speaking stone. And she's saying, what do you mean I didn't book them? Of course I booked them. Uh, do you know who I am? I am the niece of Ogast Ebazar. So if you don't, okay, I, I'm going to have to talk to your manager. Okay, thank you. And uh, she's obviously put on hold. So uh, you three walk up. And what oh, do you do? Um, Zorb is by the magician. <laughs> okay. Zorb, <laughs> Zorb, Zorb is... has removed himself from the situation. <laughs> Zorb has he is joined... enthralled. He has joined the throng of kids watching. <laughs> yeah, and he is, he is blended in seamlessly because they are also around his height. <sighs> it's beautiful. My people. <laughs> and uh so uh uh Natasha appears to be uh human uh like a human woman in maybe her late 40s or uh early 50s uh and she looks over at uh she looks over at Wench who's holding these muffins and uh by extension, she's looking in the direction of Bones and says, oh my god, are you the caterers? Are you here? We are here. Yeah, we, uh, we are not the caterers. We're visitors from another town. Here's some muffins. You're not the caterer. So she snaps her fingers and has uh, like an assistant come pick up the muffins and uh, whisk them away to this, this child's birthday party. And she says, oh, thank you so much. Uh, it is my son's eighth birthday party. I'm sure that you're here to give presents, but I have a bit of a crisis right now. The caterers were supposed to be here an hour ago, and they have not shown up. And I have 30 hungry kids in this backyard, and they are all ready for food. Oh, geez. Uh, well, um... We are actually uh, here to ask you about uh, something that happened because our town's magical stone was taken. Um, so we were hoping to get some help, but uh, I can see that your hands are full right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I don't know, Bones, do you know how to cook? Uh. No. 
well, I'd love to help you, but I really just, I, I have to get this catering situation sorted. So is the caterer local? I had hired them from another town over. They were supposed to be the best there is. And, you know, anything for my little Richie. Uh, well, uh, we could, like, do you have food? We could prepare something, I guess. You, so you're saying you'll, you'll be the caterers for today? You'll help me out? Uh, sure. Oh, thank gods. Oh, oh, uh, the, the kitchen. Oh, let me show you. It's right this way. And if you do a good job. I might even throw in something extra for you. But, you know, you've come to the right place. You see, I am the only one who knows how to uh, locate my uncle. He uh, He's a little bit paranoid, and he has this whole system to find him. But for family, you know, he'll he uh, let us in on his secrets. So if you do a good job, well, if you do a job at all, I'll... I'll, I'll obviously uh, uphold my wor word, but I will throw in a little bit extra for you if you decide to, uh, you know, spruce it up a little. Uh, while she's uh, leading us away, uh, Bones is going to, like, take off, uh, like, a uh, <clears throat> a carpal bone and throw it at a, at a Zorb mm -hmm. and just kind of, like, motion for him to follow us at this point zorb is trying to upstage the uh magician and he's casting prestidigitations in front of the kids making little like uh bursts of like like tiny fireworks <laughs> ha ha zorb the great will show you true magic uh the kids Thwack. yeah the kids are kind of uh, a hard audience because these kids are not easily impressed. Like sometimes kids are just difficult. And they're just like, Boo! <laughs> show, show us the other guy. Yeah, but the the magician's just standing there smugly, like, yeah, it's can not I make easy, a perform check? <laughs> okay, make, you can make a perform check. Gonna throw another carpal at him. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Six. I have pretty good performance, but <laughs> Six. I rolled What's this goblin doing up here? We want the other guy. You'll root this day. <laughs> Says with a little tear rolling down his cheek, and, yeah. and he, he flourishes his cloak and then runs off towards Bones. Your cloak billows dramatically as you flourish it. Uh, but the children are ruthless and vicious. Yeah. yeah, he does the tuxedo mask thing, and my job here is done. <laughs> what job? Do <laughs> you don't Their work here. Chase him. <laughs> yes, they they echo through your mind as you as you flee the scene. Uh, so you catch up with Wenge and Bones, and they are being led through. Uh, the mansion by Natasha. And uh, in the hallway, uh, this very short uh, woman with, uh, she's got very dark uh, brown skin and her hair is up in 
these braids that kind of uh, make a crown around her head. And she looks mostly human except for this faint uh, golden halo that is uh, making a corona around her head. Ooh. And yeah, uh, she is in Asimar. And uh, she says, oh, goodness, are, are those the caterers? Have they, have they finally shown up? And Natasha says, oh, oh, honey, they, they, uh, they'll, uh, these, these uh, folks from off the road, they just came up and they said that they were willing to help. And um, uh, this other woman, um, her name is, uh, hold on, her name is Abeni. Uh, and she is uh, Natasha's wife, and she takes your hands and says, Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. They are so rabid out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it'll be good. It'll be fine. We'll figure something out. Yeah, this is, this is really, you know, kind of a ratatouille situation I'm noticing uh, with, with, but that was a good movie and the rat did a really good job so we're going to trust you with our with our lives and our children's happiness and she looks extremely frazzled she has been dealing with these angry <laughs> these these belligerent uh 8 year olds in the backyard yeah we'll do our best it'll be fine okay so uh she uh, takes over for Natasha. Natasha runs back outside to manage, you know, all of the the party staff. And uh, Abeni takes you into their kitchen. And this kitchen is, like, decked out. Um, it, it, it's, it's set up for chefs and caterers and and everything uh it it looks like you know the the day-to-day cooking maybe is not as big of a priority for them they're they're far too busy and important and rich and uh they have a a son that they're doting on uh and she says very well uh if if you if you uh have any questions um uh, to, to please don't have any questions. Uh, and then she uh, scurries out of the room to uh, continue dealing with all of the unexpected happenings of a birthday party. Okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> and uh, you three are suddenly uh, the door slams shut and you are suddenly in this kitchen. And Zorb. yeah, Zorb is going to sidle up to Bones and go, I am somewhat unfamiliar with investigations. What part of the investigation is this? <laughs> the human component. Mm. And uh, Bones is going to take off his uh, <clears throat> he's going to take off his coat and his hat. And I'm assuming there's a hanger somewhere. Mm-hmm. So he's going to put that up. He's going to. Pop off one arm, roll up the sleeve, shove it like into his uh, uh, rib cage, and then pop the arm back on, and then do the same with his other thing because 
you know, it, it's hard to roll up sleeves normally when your arms are bones. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> we are to cook. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, if bones were to make some manner of party drink that, you know, is high in calcium and is meant to like, you know, make kids have strong bones. Would you say, I don't know, that would be a uh, craft alchemy trick? Well, I'm glad that you asked because we are going to go into a mini game. <laughs> uh, oh, I closed out the wrong music. <laughs> okay, so this music's kind of loud. Um, so how this is going to work is you guys have three rounds because you've got to do this quick. There are hungry children who will probably storm this manor looking for food. And uh, this birthday party is on the line, as is the favor of uh, Natasha uh, Natasha Evazar. So you have got to impress her. So what you're going to do is each round, you're going to roll two uh, skill checks, and you're going to add the sum up and tell me what it is. And uh, based on that result... You're going to get a D6, uh, and however good you are, you might get more D6s, you might get less. So, uh, you three roll initiative. Oh, boy. What are my initiatives? That's a ruler. That's initiative. Got a 17. Mm -hmm. 21. Seven. Oh no. Zorb <laughs> is going first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is 21, uh, 17, and seven. Pulling up, you know, really the anchor of the party. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with, a, with a strong seven is, is, our, is our little rat friend. Um, so, Zorb, you, uh, what you're going to notice first is you go to just pick up any random can. Like, you go to the pantry, you pick up, like, a spice jar. And the spice jar bites you. Eh? Mm. Can it, I, um... It appears that okay. this house is infested with pantry mimics. I love it. And so uh, this is going to complicate the mechanics a little. So if you want to risk it, you can try and go for a good ingredient, but it might be a pantry mimic. So the ingredient will add 2d6 to your total. But if it's a pantry mimic it'll subtract 1d6 because you're going to have to take the round to squash it and then continue cooking. Gotcha. So we still so, get our two actions. It's just there's going to be a, a neg 1d6 to that act, that yes. sum total? Okay. Yes. So can I uh, do something that will lead into one of my skill checks that I want to do? 
Yeah. Um, I want to. Can I use my magic eyes and detect magic? And I want to look for a magical device because I want to use magic device. Mm-hmm. Instantly, um, you notice that the stoves are fully magical. Like these are arcane, and they've got all sorts of bits and bops on them. I, I imagine I, you open the pilot light, and there's just a small elemental chilling out in there. It, it, yeah. it hisses at you. Ah! Yeah, you may not know this about Zorb yet, but he is very attuned to fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so he like puts his wizard hat on. He pushes a stool up to the stove, and he goes, "I got the heat." Um, <laughs> and I'm going to use magic device to work these stoves. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so first, roll me the use magic device. God damn it. I have a 12? plus 10. <laughs> oh no. That's 12. still a 12. <laughs> yeah. Better than an 11. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what other skill do you think you might be using? So you could, uh, if you have like craft baking or uh, some applicable skill or even like sense motive to know what the kids might be into. Um, how uh, what other skill might you use to assist um, in the cooking i'm going to use my appraisal skill my keen eye ah. to pick out some good ingredients or some good you know uh flatware to use on the stove ah yes okay so roll the appraisal 7 7 uh you are not. I go to out. I go to grab a flatware and I like put my hand on the burner. Ah, son of a <laughs> gun! Uh, absolutely devastating first round. Um, you are going to actually. I didn't think this was gonna happen, but you you get a negative one d six. Oh, good. Starting at a deficit. Good. Good. Yeah. You, are, you have. Actively impeded the rest of them. I got this. Don't Thanks. worry. I've got this under control. And then we pan back and he's just on fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Bones, how are you going to save this? <clears throat> well, seeing that, um, Bones is going to risk uh, getting some good ingredients for his mm-hmm. uh, high density calcium. Uh, Party punch. Okay. Uh, roll a 1d4. Eh. It is not a mimic. Oh, thank goodness. So you reach into the pantry and grasp these good ingredients, and they do not bite. And oh, you boy. pull out 2d6. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Would making the high calcium party punch be a craft alchemy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. That gives me like an additional plus two to this roll. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is my craft alchemy trait? Where is my. Okay, there. Oh, it, okay, that's a plus five, so that's going to be a plus seven. Mm-hmm. 19! 19, that's really good. Um, so you are uh, bubbling up this concoction, or uh, I guess combining up this concoction, 
and you are doing really, really well. If there's one thing you know, it is calcium. Heck yeah. You know that you need some vitamin D in there as well so that it absorbs better. You are a skeleton. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So what other skill do you think might uh, help with this? Hmm. Um, let's see. Okay, so you see, the uh, an important thing about being a detective is being able to get the uh, the the sense of people at a glance. So, mm-hmm. with with that in mind, Bones could use his profession, detective, to figure out mm-hmm. what manner of flavoring the children like in mm-hmm. their po- calcium party yeah. punches. So this is kind of a sense motive, but you've practiced so much of this. This is your job now. So uh, go ahead and roll the detective work to, to really uh, size up these kids. Um, okay. I also have a D6 of investigator inspiration that I think I'm going to chuck onto this because absolutely. I don't know if that's a success. Okay. So that's a five, six, 17 total. Okay. So yeah. Why do I ever close my calculator? Yeah. Why? It's, it's frankly irresponsible of me. And those, uh, two D six I rolled. Do I roll them before or after the sum total? Uh, not yet. Uh, We're going to do that later. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and mark that I have at minimum two D six. Yeah. So, uh, write down or, or note down somewhere how many D six you have. Okay. Negative one D six. So, okay. I will, I will appoint bones as the, uh, as the warden of the D six. Yeah. So that's 36. So you are going to get an additional 2d6. Oh boy. Good job, me. I canceled out what Zorb has done. (laughs) And then some. Yeah. Don't worry, I've got this. I've got this handled. So actively wrestling with the elemental. So Wenge, you are the father of four. Yeah. You have trained for this. You you are well within your rights to use profession dad at any time. Oh, okay. That's good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I... Uh, what Wendy's is going to do is he's going to try to get some food out there. Mm-hmm. So he's going to do things like make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and cut them into four, like fun shapes. Oh, okay. Um, just Kinda, like... Yeah, getting the cookie cutters out and making like little uh you know dragons and and dinosaurs and whatever yep just just try to get some <laughs> carbs into these kids so they're not as like angry mm-hmm. okay um, that's yeah that's what he's doing first and yeah i'll use uh if i get a roll here i'll use uh profession dad which is a plus seven. Ooh. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, you can't find the cookie cutters. You spend a little bit too much time looking for them, 
uh, and it it's gonna it's gonna cost you probably, uh, but you do you do manage to uh, get some uh, sandwiches cut into fourths, and you send those out to the kids, and it it seems to have alleviated their bloodlust for now. Okay. Uh, and plus, those muffins you brought earlier really did help as well. Uh, right. Taking that into account, that was a really smart move that you had no idea was coming. <laughs> um, so, uh, what other skills do you have that might contribute? Um, I think after that, what uh, Wenge will do is um, he's actually going to go like spend some time like actively hunting down the mimics. Mm -hmm. Okay. To, to make some to make cooking easier for everybody else. Mm -hmm. Um. So, I would like to use stealth to like sneak up mm -hmm. on them. Okay. Yeah. And that will change uh what you need to roll in the future for hunting that or for hunting the mimics. Uh. So yeah, roll me that stealth check. Okay. Uh, Fourteen. Okay, you've done a fair job at hunting these mimics. You might have, uh, you know, you grab a couple of them uh, and uh, dispose of them by just smooshing them. Yeah. You just, you, you've, you've probably had pantry mimics before. You just got to smoosh them. There's really, there's really nothing else to be done about it. You've tried setting out traps and then they just don't take the bait. It's a whole ordeal. Turn into uh, the traps. Mm-hmm. They, they do, and then you try and replace the traps, and then they bite you and skitter off. It's a nightmare. It's a whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, back at the top of the round with Zorb the Unstoppable. Oh, I did forget. So that is... Ooh, that is not very high. Um, I think that is another minus 1d6. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so Zorb. Don't heck this for us. <laughs> Zorb. You're muted. Oh no. I'm back. Zorb is going to uh try to use some fast talking and he's gonna try and uh bluff to get an extra pair of hands mm -hmm. from somebody else who is like an adult that is working here. Yeah, um, so uh, outside of the kitchen, you just poke your head out and there is somebody like, she appears to be like bustling uh, a yeah. dirtied like tablecloth to the laundry room. And yeah, you it's just, just like, you there! Drop that! <laughs> um, Natasha needs you in here! And I'm gonna try and bluff and uh, make it seem like she's got direct orders to help us in the kitchen. Okay. <gasps> no. I have a question. I have a Has plus that eight. Have in anything outside of blinding people? <laughs> he, has, he has assaulted the mayor successfully uh, and blinded that. And blinded an onlooker and a random adventurer. And the mayor, don't forget about and blinding the mayor. the mayor outside of assaulting him. <laughs> you are on such a roll. 
she she sees immediately past you and she's like, what? Who are you? No, get away. And then she dashes off into the into the rest of the manor. Um, I am going to try to entreat her again, this time with diplomacy. Okay. To say, please, we don't know what we're doing. We need help. <laughs> okay. What's this we you're talking about? My hand, my fingers are very burnt. <laughs> oh, no. How are you? How is Zorb <laughs> this bad? I... <laughs> okay, so that's a nine. <laughs> I have a plus eight to bluff. <laughs> oh, no, I'm crying. Oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, on the ground pleading as she like just walks away. She just kind of scoots you away with a foot. I'm so bad at cooking. <laughs> she nudges you away with like, uh, with her shoe, just like, eh, get, 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 get out of here. What are you doing? What? Stop that. <laughs> she abandons you. Just fully <laughs> abandons you. And as as you have spent all of your time not cooking and and instead wallowing on the floor, that is another minus 1d6. Oh, God, I left it on the stove! <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's our uh, what's our total act, John? <clears throat> Three negatives, four positives. <laughs> oh, good lord! Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, we can salvage this. Bones. Boons. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at my my list of stuff. Okay, I. Okay, statistically speaking, Bones could try and diplomatize the children to to chill them out. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. see escape artist i can remove myself from the situation <laughs> well do you have like sleight of hand for you know manual uh, dexterity maybe you I, need to i do have a plus four to sleight of hand mm-hmm. uh oh wait i i have a further question mm-hmm. so i i i did take off my uh leather overcoat mm-hmm. um does does that mean that i have mechanically taken off my studded uh, leather armor. Uh, is that going to affect like your dexterity? Would. <laughs> would, that, would. would that help? It would. Yes. Okay. Okay, so yeah, seeing see, seeing um, Zorb uh, just utterly fail and abandon the, uh, the stove. Mm-hmm. Um, Bones is going to use sleight of hand, which is now at a plus five instead of a plus four without his armor. And he he wants to grab some uh, um, you know, like like some of that pre-made uh uh funfetti uh cake mix. Oh yes, yeah. He wants to get some of that and like 
try to uh quickly make some uh some like funfetti muffins. Ooh, okay. And yeah, party muffins. Yeah. So I would like to get some good ingredients. Okay. So roll now that um now that Wenge has smushed a couple of pantry mimics, you will roll one d six. Good. Don't be a one, you dirtbag. You have uh, successfully not found a pantry mimic, so that's going to be uh. a... <laughs> yeah, you have to roll a one on any of these to get a uh, pantry mimic. Good. So you rolled okay. a two, which means you are safe. Oh, boy. Okay, so now I'm going to use my sleight of hand to uh, quickly uh, mix in... Uh, all this stuff and throw the uh, muffins at the uh, fire elemental in the stove. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. That's a 19. 19. Do it. Uh, the the fire elemental locks eyes with you and it sees your plight and it knows in its heart of hearts what it must do. Amazing. Um. <laughs> hmm. Could I use... Could I use bluff or diplomacy to try and like jazz up this uh flame elemental so that uh mm-hmm. he does a good job? Uh yeah, and or uh, you could like if you want to y- you could even use bluff to like make some fun decorations to go on the muffins that uh they really don't taste at like anything, but the kids might like them cuz they're colorful. Okay. Uh, just like Eddie, or you can bluff the the fire elemental. Either way, hmm. you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna try to bluff the children. Okay, because they're they're the danger here. Mm-hmm. Okay, not quite as good as my other skills, but um, Aww. I would like to add a d6 to maybe push this into double digits because it's okay. a two. Yeah. Okay, so I'm using my last inspiration to add five, so that's actually an eleven. Okay, uh, that's good. So you get um, another 2d6. I am carrying this skills challenge. <laughs> okay, no, so... No question there. <laughs> back to Wenge, uh, and, uh, you know, at any point you can uh, sub in Profession Dad if that's a high skill, because that is... This is what you what you have lived and breathed for the past 10 years. Yeah. Um, so I think first, um, Wenge is going to try to, like, it's very clear that Bones has a good handle on this. Mm-hmm. So what he's going to do is he's going to run around and hop around the kitchen to get him whatever ingredients or utensils he needs mm-hmm. uh, using acrobatics. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, if he needs, like, baking soda, it's like, like, <laughs> like, uh, some, yeah. like, something to stir with or whatever. You're doing backflips off the yep. cabinets and... Yep. Okay. Uh, acrobatics. Plus nine. Uh, 23. Absolutely wonderful. Nice. So whenever Bones needs something, there it is. Or there mm-hmm. it is flying at his head. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then, yeah, we'll try to do um, Profession Dad because uh, all of this food that we're finally starting to get a handle on is all fine and good, but it's me- missing a key ingredient. Mm-hmm. Is it love? love? Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, he'll try to stir in some... You could like grab a thing and just like absentmindedly stir while thinking while thinking about like his kids being cute. Uh-huh. Or fourteen. Yeah, you have you have successfully infused a fair dollop of love uh into this into this uh concoction. And uh the the picturing your your kids' adorable little turtle faces just uh, bolsters you and makes you feel so dadly. Uh, so <laughs> you get 2d6 for that. Okay. Oh boy, it's our boy's orb. You know it. <laughs> Zorb. From a distance. <laughs> Zorb, not having a great day, is going to venture into the pantry, um, and he is going to announce loudly to all the pantry mimics, I am not having a very good time, (laughs) so I would not like to be a pantry mimic right about now. So I'm going to get some good ingredients, and I'm going to try and intimidate the pantry mimics (laughs) um, to have them, you know, just scooch back. Scooch back and you may live. Uh-huh. And I'm I'm like doing little magical flames on my hands. Um, yeah. Okay, go ahead and intimidate the pantry mimics. So twelve, I'll take it. Twelve, yeah, that's fair. Uh, you see a couple of like. Oh, uh, but I a... am going for high quality ingredients too. Uh huh. Yes, but uh, a couple of pantry mimics like uh, a spice jar like scuttles away. <laughs> You know, yeah, cha cha cha, cha 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 cha. Uh, so with that, uh, roll one d eight, seven. You are not accosted by any pantry mimics. <laughs> Yay! Zorb's finally succeeded in a roll. I have done something. So, um, that is uh, additional two d six. Um, 2d6. And then uh, one other skill. So do you know what? I'm not doing great in the kitchen. I'm going to hand this off to Bones. I'm going to go I will try (laughs) my hand at performing again. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go and do uh, another magical rendition to see if I can wow these kids finally. Mm Mm-hmm. To kind of uh, calm them down. Mm-hmm. So this is a performance. Ten. Um, it's better than last time. Uh, like, one of the kids seems to have gotten really into it, but nobody else has. But that one kid is, like, staring enraptured at you. And uh, her friends are sort of going along with it they're not like super into it but 
their friends happy and you know she kind of she kind of holds the group together so they're sticking around with you uh with you and uh they will not be as harsh of critics single tier <laughs> so let's see this is 12 plus 10 uh that i believe is still a negative 1d6 oh come on <laughs> but i get, did get the plus 2d6 right but Either. you did get the 2d6 so it's a net 1d6 Ha! I'm in the positives. <laughs> You're in the black. Things are looking up for Zorb. <laughs> Things are coming up, Zorb. Uh, bones. Oh, thank goodness. Um. Okay, so yeah, Bones is now in charge of <laughs> cooking so much. Mm-hmm. So I am going to say that. This might be acrobatics to keep up with uh, all of the stuff he's doing. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I have to look up a feat real quick. Oh, is it your dislocate feat? Yeah. Amazing. It would be great if I could stop typing J instead of H. <laughs> oh, I forgot how to spell Pathfinder. Okay, let me. Look there it we up. go. Okay. Deal 1d8 to pop joints, socket more flexible through that. Uh... Okay, it's just for uh, uh, escape artist attempts. Ah, okay. No. I was really hoping it would, like, give me a bonus to athletics. Mm hmm. Aww. Um. But I will still take that, uh, yeah, I'll still do acrobatics to try and juggle, uh, cooking all these things at mm -hmm. once. And, and if you want to, like, uh, we can say that you've put on an apron and, uh, it has gotten tangled in your, in your, uh, forearm and maybe you need to do an escape artist to wriggle out of that <laughs> to get your hand free. You know what? We'll see how well this roll goes. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Oh, that's an eight. That is an uh, eight. And I'm out of my investigator inspirations. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you were uh, you were expecting the pantry mimics, but you weren't expecting the apron cloaker. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh no, not the apron cloaker. And did you want to try and go for any uh, good ingredients this turn? Um, yeah, I will make an attempt for good ingredients. And we're rolling at 1d8 at this point. All right. Oh. You're safe. Okay. So that's uh, 2d6. Okay, 2d6. Kind of kind of frantic at the moment, but that's fine. Um... Uh, let's see. Oh, no. I was about to say, let's do survival, and then I realized that's not a positive three in my survival column. Oh, no. Um, you know what? Let's, uh, let's go crafting. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I'll just, I'll just do a straight crafting roll to do uh, good cooking. Okay. Um, you just need to get above a 25 with two 2d20. Let's go. <gasps> is that is that's, that it? That's a 17. 17 plus 8 is... Uh, I Don't ask me to do simple math. I can't. That's a 20... 25! You get 1d6. Oh my lord. You've done it. How is Bones the best chef out of this group? So you get the 1d6 and the... Uh, the 2d6, 2d6 from the ingredients. And yeah, this time he's whipping up like a like a, a meringue for the uh, funfetti muffins. Oh, the, that's super fun. That's super fun. <laughs> that sounds very strained. Yeah, I I don't know. I I've never heard of a meringue on a muffin, but let's go. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. The kids the kids won't know the difference. Uh, it's got sugar in it. Yeah, but the grown-ups will appreciate it, which is nice. <laughs> okay. So you've got that one d six and the two d six. Yep. Okay. So take us home, Wenge. Oh no. Take us home, Dad. Okay. Um let me see here. I think this is harder than the adventurer you fought. <laughs> it was. It's great. Yeah. Not like only one or two of my skills are only I think only one of my skills is higher than my attack bonus, so less forgiving. Um <laughs> So the 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 bonus on this is not huge or not super good, but I kind of want to use the sable device to like turn off every like oh no we've we've made up with the elemental mm -hmm. after he after he set uh, Zorb on fire so <laughs> um, yeah it's just Zorb that he has a problem with yeah okay um. So uh, being a dad and knowing that not just nutrition, but education is fun. Um, and also that he's not doesn't have the, the hot hand in the kitchen right now. Um, Wenge is going to take some like paper or cardboard or something and then write some fun facts to go to like stick on the muffins. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so like you pull it off and like, oh, did you know that uh, this town was actually carved out of a glacier by a giant? Mm. You know, stuff like that. Using my uh, knowledge history. Ooh, fun. That's we'll awesome. see. You're making like these six. little party favors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh, yeah, like probably mm -hmm. cutting them in like a cute way. Mm -hmm. uh, there's one under each muffin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have yeah, a plus like, six to history, and I was racking my brain trying to figure <laughs> out how to implement that. Yeah, um, maybe like a little thing at the base of the muffin, so it's like under the wrapping. So when you like open it, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, here's a fun fact. Snapple cap, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, like a snapple cap, yeah. All right, let's see if this is any good. It is <clears> not. <throat> Once again, I botched. <laughs> 
<laughs> children <laughs> hate learning. These All children. Of the yeah, it's just gonna make a angry. Um, it's probably it's probably just that like the these muffins are rich and like the like the oils and just like oh yeah it's kind of smudge everything it's like, completely illegible yeah just nonsense mm -hmm. okay um well I might as well uh just uh. Plug the sink, fill it with water, and throw myself in there to drown. <laughs> my, my, swim, my swim is a negative one. Uh, and let's see if I can succeed at that. <laughs> um, Do you want to find some ingredients to help bones? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to find some good ingredients. What am I rooting here? Before you, before you become a drowned rat. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, D8, I believe. Yeah. Hey! Oh, boy! You have extremely not found any mimics. They they are actually a little... Like, your energy is a little intense yeah. right now. And they don't want to deal with it. So you get uh, plus 2d6. Okay, so uh, what I would like to do is, like... Uh, you know, he had a good round... A round ago, but Wenge is like he's having a tough time with this actually. And not only, not only is this tough, and it's like testing his parenting skills, and he's coming out a little low, mm -hmm. but also he just like misses his mm -hmm. kids. Yeah. Um. So uh, I would like to use stealth to sneak off and find some like alcohol. <laughs> um. And you know he might. Be like it might be something like oh yeah for like the grown-ups yeah we put like a little amaretto in the like muffins mm -hmm. or whatever yeah that's the excuse but also he needs a drink <laughs> uh, we'll we'll put like red frosting on the ones that aren't for kids yeah um uh go ahead and skulk off okay. in your misery uh, 29 Ooh. oh jeez not only do you find an amaretto? You actually see uh, Zorb, and he is trying to make like a Capri salad. And uh, you know, children hate that, and you just slap it out of his hands as you're as you're going to get yeah, your burner salad. <laughs> um, and you you successfully uh, save Zorb. <laughs> You save Zorb from making a, a terrible uh, child faux pas, and uh, you you have actually totally saved it with that twenty nine. You get two d six. Seven plus twenty nine is uh, in the thirties. Yeah, yeah. So you got forty six this round. You've <laughs> drinking in the corner. Just straight from the bottle, you have helped more than Zorb ever did. <laughs> oh. Can I get a swig of that? Oh yeah, here you go. It's been a it's tough a day. Trauma bonding over this child's birthday party. <laughs> I got shot. <laughs> I can't do nothing right. Fire! No, I get it. Oh. Poor Zorb. Um, Zorb's a mediocre. 
This is a crisis of faith for Sorb. Don't say that. Look, Sorb can't do nothing right. I'm sure on the way back we'll meet some random passersby that you can flare. (laughs) You think so? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Okay. I did do some pretty good flares earlier. Yeah, no, they're very useful when they're, yeah, very useful. You see, the where you went wrong is you didn't flare the lady. The children. That, the children <laughs> or the lady that had the laundry. Oh, I was tempted to. <laughs> okay, so. She's had it coming. Let's <laughs> uh, not cross me again. John, uh, how many D6 are we up to? We are at negative four D6, positive 19. Ooh. So that is fifteen d six. Yep. Okay. You want me to roll fifteen d six? Yes. All right. Let's just uh, add a five right there. Thirty nine. Thirty nine. Okay. Let me look at a thingy real quick. There are so many ones in that roll. <laughs> There are several ones, but there are an abnormal amount of threes. Yeah, that's weird. Well, I guess three would be the average of a D6. About the average, yeah. so... But what's but, surprising but to me that works. is yeah. that there are zero fives. Yeah. Not a single five. Um, Not a single five to be had. Okay, so... Let's uh, cut it with the zany music. All right. So you have uh, successfully created some stuff. And for these, uh, you have catered this party successfully. And you bring uh, the muffins, the meringue muffins, and then the booze muffins, and uh, the peanut butter jelly sandwiches, those go over great with kids. Uh, you bring all of these out and uh, are descended upon. Like, just like a... a punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yes, the, the milk punch. Yes. Yes. The high uh, that, calcium party punch. It does uh, help wash down these muffins and uh, the bready, you know... Uh, sandwiches. So you go out and are descended upon like uh, like, like locusts seagulls. have yeah. yes, seagulls have, have flocked and just start grabbing up the food. Uh, you are able to shepherd them away from the boozy ones so uh, no, no child gets an unpleasant uh, pa- uh, palate experience. Yeah, no, no blasted children. <laughs> and plus, booze is yucky. Yeah, that too. So, uh, as you are taking a load off, you have just done this cooking challenge, and you are sitting and mopping your foreheads if you sweat, and being a skeleton if you don't. <laughs> Uh, you are approached finally by uh, a Benny, who was uh, Natasha's wife, and 
she says, I don't know how you managed to manage. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. Uh, Bones is going to shrug and say, uh, it wasn't really all that difficult, to be honest. Just kind of just kind of felt natural. Well, you you probably have a, a bright career as a chef or a caterer if you decide to go that route. Hmm. Bones is going to pull out a, like a notepad and uh, like flip to one of the page and the page says like uh, like what did I do? And it's just like a list of like uh, you know like police officer, private investigator, street magician and below all this he's going to write a uh, caterer. <laughs> You you are narrowing it down. You have a lead on your past life. Uh, so, uh, Abeni says, All right, uh, Natasha went into the library to start the calculations. Um, uh, let me let me take you in there. So, okay. yeah. Way. Uh, she leads you through the manor to the library, and it's like a two-story library with... Uh, you know, a railing and all of these astrological, like, uh, there's like a planetarium hanging from the ceiling, and it's just really fancy. And uh, in the middle of the floor, on the first floor, uh, is this large desk, uh, this large, well, a table, really. And uh, Natasha is standing like hunched over it and there is just like uh scattered around are scrolls and there's like uh, this scroll has a list of books by edition and page numbers and like line numbers and she's cross-referencing that with an astrological chart to to map the movement of the the moon and she's she's charting the movement of the moon with the constellations to get an equation. And then, like, there's an abacus out, and you don't know what that's for right now, but it's it's there is like stuff going on in here. And she looks up and she says, "Oh, thank God! I am so glad that you decided to come by. You did a well. You did all right." Yes, we did. Yeah, I was, uh, I was honestly expecting something to go horribly wrong. I am glad that it didn't. Uh, yeah, uh, it kind of looks like she wouldn't hire you again, but she, (laughs) she's like, oh yeah. Um, so congratulations to all of you. Um, she, kind of like roots around in a desk and like just picks up the first thing that her hand lands on and it's a sunrod and she pulls it out and she says ah uh, here you go uh we uh this is a magical item and uh you uh it'll it'll burn for 6 hours uh without uh, flame or uh, yeah, 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 you get it, you get it, and Zorb she is, is right there. Yeah, she <laughs> bequeaths it to Zorb. Oh, 
It's beautiful. Uh, uh-huh. Bones, Bones is going to look around at the table and the planetari- planetarium and everything and say, uh, so is uh, all of this for locating your uncle? Oh, yes. He's very strict on his location. He actually has a mage tower that moves. So uh, we have to know the formula, and that's a family secret. But uh, in addition to that, he's got all of these encryptions that we need to know. And uh, based on the time of year, it'll tell us where his uh, tower is at any given moment. Uh Bones does not understand that, but he nods at, you know, like he, he gives like an approving like, oh, yeah, that's clever. Nod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, she looks down at Zorb and she's like, are you a wizard, too? Mm hmm. Oh, really? Where's your spell book? Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. The uh, the <laughs> children did the a little bit. The children did quite a quite a number to uh, our friends' oh. confidence. Here. Oh, those kids—they they are vicious. Uh, it's a it's a really rambunctious age. But you know, this is my first, and I did not expect it to be so hectic. Yeah, kids will surprise you. Yeah, you're telling me. Um. Well, I, uh, I'm almost done with the calculations, uh, Benny, and uh, Benny comes in and starts like calculate, like she's counting up on the abacus and helping, uh, Natasha finish this equation to get the coordinates. And, uh, is there anything you want to like do in the meantime, or are you, are you good to, uh, carry forth? Uh, Bones is good. I think yeah, I think Zorb's good. Okay, so she finishes this equation, and uh, she starts writing it out on a piece of paper, like the uh, where where to go. And she says, "Oh, I know exactly where this is." So what you're gonna do is uh, there is a cave in the woods, and you go into this cave, right? And there is uh, this statue. Uh, well, first you're gonna. There's a fork. You're gonna take a right, and then uh, you go down for a while, and uh, you don't fall into the pit. And then past that is a statue of my uncle, uh, Uncle Ogie, as as I call him. And uh, so Uncle Ogie, his statue is going to ask you riddles. Uh, it's it, it's a bit hard. Um, he he likes to try and uh, trick people and to get them just uh, real, real hardballs. But I'm sure you'll be fine. You seem really uh, resourceful. You probably know a lot of things. Um, and she hands you this kind of like uh, map almost of how to get to this statue. And she says, Okay, and so after you solve all of the the questions or whatever, uh, it's going to lead you into a room where there's this teleportation circle. You stand in the circle, it'll take you straight to his glade. Thank you very much. 
Oh, you're welcome. Uh, just come back any time. Uh, she she says that like as a formality, and then she she realizes that it didn't go great, but she's she's not willing to rescind it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like it's a it it it's polite. Mm-hmm. It she doesn't want you to take her up on this, mm-hmm. but it you know it's like asking a stranger, you know, like. Oh hey, how's your day going? Mm-hmm. It's it's like we should hang out sometime. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she does notice that Zorb is having a day. He's he's hugging the sunrod like a teddy bear. He's uh-huh. just like, <laughs> uh, and she like pulls open another drawer and fishes out like a little brooch or brooch. Uh, and it has, uh, you know, this arcane sigil on it. And she hands it to Zorb and says, here, it's the it's the crest of the Evazod family. So uh, why don't you just pin this on here? It'll show us that you show people that you helped us out, huh? Whoa. What is that? <laughs> uh, she says, ah, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So uh she uh says, All right, uh so uh you're all free to go. Is there anything I can do for you before you head out? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I can't think of anything. All right, you're so hard boiled. Thank you. Okay. Um well uh, it was nice meeting you. And uh, uh, Benny says, ah, yes, nice meeting you. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye, nice wizard ladies. <laughs> yeah. So, you have all left the town of Westyard uh, to go into the forest uh, in search of this cave and you've got a map to it so you should be fine you travel for a while and it's starting to get a little bit dark out and uh it's it's uh, it's not dark yet it's getting to sundown it's, it's uh, evening. evening yes and you are going through this forest until you find the opening of the cave and it is uh, very mysterious and uh, overgrown with vines and uh, moss. Uh, what do you do? Uh, so, Bones has a default perception of 10 thanks to Keen Ear. Mm-hmm. So with that perception of 10, um, because no way I'm rolling anything good with a negative three. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does anything stand out? Uh, with a ten, it just kind of seems like a a regular cave. Uh, if you know you didn't have the map to this, you wouldn't really think it's out of place. It doesn't look to be disturbed or uh, so, inhabited. So keen ear allows you to take ten. Mm-hmm. So you would still subtract oh. if you have a minus three. You'd actually basically be taking. Oh, okay. Yeah, seven. It just, 
it just even under pressure allows you to take ten. So you oh, wanna, okay. You wanna if you have a trade like that, you wanna put it to something that you're actually very good at. Yeah, so that that's fair. Passing things automatically. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I I misunderstood it. I thought it was it gives you a a default ten that you could take instead of your roll. I only know this because I took it too. <laughs> so I was like that. I don't think that's okay. I've I've put on a a low mysterious music for us. Oh boy. So yeah, you don't really see anything out of the ordinary. Okay. Uh then yeah, Bones is gonna say, uh well, this uh appears to be the cave. I don't notice anything uh fishy going on with it. And uh he's gonna turn towards uh the other two and say, uh second opinions. Any anyone notice any traps? Or such we should be aware of. Detect magic. With my magic eyes. So you blink your magic eyes. Your special eyes. And you look at this cave. And the cave entrance doesn't appear to have anything magical. It appears to be fairly mundane at the entrance here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It yeah, sounds like Zorb has gotten a bit of his pet back. Uh, Zorb, you want to activate your sunrod and we'll go in? Sunrod, go! <laughs> you hold it aloft and click the flashlight button and it turns on. <laughs> and you venture forth into this cave. Uh, and you do have the directions from Natasha. So you know to avoid the pit and you know, you know, to take a right. Um, and it's this very spooky cave uh, that it, uh, if you've played Minecraft recently, it does kind of have this magical, um, those like lush cave thing, uh, like vibe mm. where it's, there, there might be some bioluminescent berries hanging from magical vines. And uh, this is the point when Zorb starts to sense the ambient magic in the air. Uh, and you walk past the pit into this room, or not a room, this, this opening, uh, this grotto. <laughs> grotto in the cave and it's uh it's actually very kind of picturesque with all of the vines and overgrown uh like there's uh magical mushrooms that are popping out of the ground and it's it's really pretty there's like a single sunbeam that is pro uh providing light to these uh the, to the vegetation here um so you see in the middle of the room is this large statue of the wizard Ogast Evazar standing tall with his staff and his robes 
billowing dramatically. Uh, do you approach the statue? Sure. So you walk up to the statue and you gaze up at it. And it starts to creak as it senses life and unlife nearby. And it, its head tilts downward to gaze at you and its eyes light up with this blue arcane sparkle. And it says, Hey. Hey there. Uh, are you trying to kill the wizard Ogast Evazar? No, we're, uh, we're here on behalf of uh, Timber Timberglen. Really? Because you're like a skeleton. Yeah, I've been getting that a lot recently. Yeah, I, I mean, I imagine that you... You are, you know, cursed with, with undeath and necromancy. Mm -hmm. And I would imagine a wizard of his renown would have something in place to an evil creature just waltzing into one of his doorways. Oh, yeah, I, you know, that actually is a good point. Uh, he he is well known for his ward stones and uh, probably wouldn't have let you through. So you yeah. you three are probably fine. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. In fact, we're trying to track one down. The, uh, as I said, we're from Timberglen, and our wardstone was a uh, was stolen. No kidding. Yeah, ah. it's a it's a real bummer. Wow, so, that uh, that yeah, sucks. We, yeah, we'd like to uh, we'd like to go talk to him, see if he can track it down. Ah, you wish to have audience with the wizard there we go okay uh well <laughs> yeah his niece told us something about some riddles yes you each must answer a riddle and he points at each of you as he uh emphasizes the words so do you think that you have the intellect, the power, the knowledge to solve my three questions. Uh, Bones is going to put his hands in his pockets and just kind of look over at the other two and say, eh, probably. <laughs> I, I, We really do like our guests to be erudite, so I, I mean... Uh, sure. I, no, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll give it a we'll give it a try. Very well. You and he points imperiously to uh, Zorb. Yeah. Step forth. Ah. Uh, oh yeah. Big fan, by the way. I I love all I love all this. It's very classy. <laughs> very classy. <laughs> yes, it's really classy. Now oh, it's cool. I love that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh. My riddles. I have a quest for you on lore of ages long past. This, this devious lore is forgotten. It's forgotten by many. 
the realms of which I speak have long been lost to time. Yes, now, in ages long past, in this forgotten realm, there once was a famous rogue named Jarlaxle. This rogue founded a mercenary company. What was its name? Jarlaxel, um wasn't a rogue. I think you may be thinking of Artemis and Treary, um, who was the <gasps> rogue of Bregandy Earth. <gasps> he staggers. Impossible. I'm a huge fan of those books, by the way. Classy. How could you have known? Classy. I, I, I just like look back at the other guys and like point his thumb at him. Class act right here. Alright, you guys are up. Very well. Uh, uh, you! And he points a finger to, uh, to Wenge. Come forth! You will not be as lucky as the last. Oh. Okay, well, we'll, we'll try to make it work anyway. All right. So you, you walk up forth, and, uh, like, there is basically a spotlight on you. It's, it's very uh, game show rules where you're in this dramatic lighting. And he says... All right, I will ask you a question of a land far away. I doubt you'll know of this land and the creatures that inhabit it. Now, in this far away land, there is a creature. Small in stature. It is a spirit, a, a being of the elements. It protects nature, but is also said to live in the walls of a child's bedroom. Now these creatures cause mischief and are known to braid the manes of horses in the night. Do you know this creature? Um, that sounds like a brownie. <laughs> he uh, opens up a, a stone book and like flips the pages. Correct! And he shuts the book and it makes a uh, a deafening crack and he tosses the stone book to the floor and bangs his staff and says enough very well you and he points finally to Bones alright Bones is gonna clickety clack his way up to the little pedestal or what have you 
Mm-hmm. So you come to the dramatic lighting and the person, uh, the, the statue leans forward. This question will test your very soul. Okay. Let's hear it. Very well. In JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, <laughs> Stardust Crusaders, which stand is able to control living things through their open wounds? Hack, 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 hack. No, this is John going hack. Um. Oh, you dirtbag. <laughs> that was one of the... Oh, heck. Oh, wait. No, never mind. Uh, sorry, I was thinking of a completely different one. I was thinking of the doll. Um, wait, no, it is the doll. Is it? Uh, there's too many stains. I'm thinking of Stardust Crusade. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, Hierophant Green? No! It bangs its staff. Ah, dang it, it was the puppet. Wait, was it the puppet? Do we get, like, one do-over? Okay, you can have a do-over. <laughs> Why can't Classy. I not remember this one's name? This is upsetting. Lean over to Winge. Classy guy. I knew he'd be cool. Uh, but I only have three questions so far, so unless somebody else know, knows the name of this stand... I feel like my kids would know. <laughs> Do you want to call your kids? Yeah, yeah, let me, yeah let can me we phone me. a friend? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll call my kids. Mm-hmm. God, I'm trying to... Okay, Stardust Crusaders. Mm-hmm. So you call up your kids, and uh, Leo picks up the phone, because he's got like that drive and initiative, and he... He really takes uh, takes charge, and he says, "Oh, hey, Dad. Hey, um, I have a question about that uh, show you guys really like, like JJ's JJ's Funky Switchabout. Uh, it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh yeah. Um, do you know? And what was the what's the story called? Stardust Crusader." In Stardust Crusaders, um, which uh, stand? These words are all nonsense. Mm -hmm. Which stand can control other people with its open wounds? Is that was that right? Oh, ah, yeah, I remember that. Um, Donnie, Don. Uh, you hear uh, the the question being repeated, uh, and Donnie says, "I think that's Enya's um, Enya's stand. Uh, what was the name of that? Oh, um, uh, the smoke one. Yeah. Uh, 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 do you have it on like speaker stone? I can. Yeah. 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 Do you know do, what's the name of Enya's stand? Was it justice or judgment? Justice! The, 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 the statue holds its staff alight 
uh, aloft and it alights from the tip of, of its crystalline head. And he says, justice. Yes. I just wanted to ask you that. I was forget. Uh, I always forget that one. Yeah, that uh, one wasn't too memorable, honestly. Okay. Well, uh, hey, thanks, kids. I guess yeah. I owe you one, but this still doesn't settle the fact that you think that you'll never use math in real life, <laughs> and that you might use cartoons in real life. So math is important. Well, I think I can use math in real life. Donnie says. Yeah, you you can, Don. <laughs> Okay, so the uh, the wizard statue bangs its staff again, and behind him, a uh, stone door begins to shift and open with uh, dust, and uh, the it shakes off some of the vines, and it opens before you. You may enter the wizard's glade. Thanks. Thank yeah, you. no problem. Classy. <laughs> okay. Your rules so, are real good. I didn't even understand that first one. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a that was a that was kind of a stretch. It's a bit of a deep cut. It was a deep cut. Um, <laughs> it's a yeah. The Forgotten Realms books are big in goblin culture. It's more of a <laughs> goblin thing than a the, you know skeleton <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> so, uh, you pass through uh, to the teleportation circle, and uh, you uh, presumably you all get in the circle uh, oh, yeah. so that you can teleport. Oh, yeah. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, just saying, let's go. Yeah. So you get to this teleportation circle, and it begins to light up in a circle around you, and motes of light come up from the floor, and you feel yourself being pulled to a different location. And in the blink of an eye, you are standing on a similar circle, but your surroundings are different. It is the uh, it is in the waning light of the setting sun that you find yourself in this glade, and there is a tower there that looks like it's always been there. It is seamlessly integrated, and it's just plopped right in the middle there. Uh, of this this uh, uh, sort of environment. It's uh, surrounded by mountains, so there's very little uh, chance for intruders to come. And you head forth towards the tower. Uh, is there like a uh, a knocker on the door or a doorbell or... Yes. We just gotta shout up in there like a like a Rapunzel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is a big knocker on this vast wooden door. Uh Bones will utilize it. Okay. So you knock on the door. 
and it makes this heady, heavy thud and you wait for a beat and then a little slit opens in the door and says who is it uh hey there bones mccoy uh private investigator from timberglen we are uh, we're we're looking for timberglen's uh wardstone timberglen's wardstone's gone uh, are you yeah. oh that's not supposed to happen uh, uh, uh one moment at uh, the little slit slams shut and then you hear from across, uh, from behind the door, very muffled, like, Ah, uh, can you guys stand back? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you step back, and then a puff of purple smoke emerges, and a shower of sparks uh, herald the entrance of Ogast Evazar. Uh, he is an aged man, and he looks a lot older than his statue and he's standing in his robes and he does a flourish and says, it is I, the great wizard, Ogast Evazar. Yeah, it's a pleasure to meet you. Now that's an entrance, right? Yes. Right? He yeah. gets it. This guy I'm gets clapping. it. clapping. This guy gets it. Beautiful. It's very The beautiful. pageantry. <laughs> he throws a hand up and sparks go flying. Now, Bones McCoy and uh, the rest of you. <laughs> you didn't say your names. I'm Wenge. Wenge. I'm Zorb the uh, Learning. Zorb <laughs> the Learning. Ah, very well, very well. Enter, and he throws his arm back, and the the heavy door flies open. Like you uh, can just yeah, go we... in; it's fine. Okay. Yeah, we uh we head in. <laughs> okay. So you get into this uh tower, and it's pretty um. It's actually pretty homely. You know, there is the magical accoutrement uh, and the trappings of a wizard, but there's also like a cozy fire and, you know, a little kitchen. Uh, and he says, ah, well, so uh, the uh, the wardstone, you say, that that actually, I made that when I was a young man and I was an adventurer like you back in my day uh we appreciate the vote of confidence but i'm moderately certain none of us are uh what the common folk might consider adventurers uh well you've managed to make it to me that's quite the adventure wouldn't you say yeah i guess i was good job mm -hmm. guys yeah he uh he puts his hand on his hip and goes, ah, ha, 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 Yes! Adventure! Now Love this guy. Classy. Now, where was the last known location of my wardstone? The mayor's office on the dedicated uh wardstone pedestal. Ah, the wardstone pedestal, I remember it well. 
Uh, they they put that up there when I gifted it to them. It's a very uh, nice pedestal. And uh, all right. Uh, and uh, when was this? Earlier today, I believe. Earlier today. Uh, very well. Let me see if I can't just. And he uh, makes, uh, he, he holds his staff out. And the tip of the, the jewel at the head of the staff lights up. And he draws a circle in the air. And he makes a magical chant. And you see through this circle, this, the, there's this film of mist over the circle, but you can still see through it. And you see, Bones, you see something very familiar. Oh. You are looking at the pedestal, and you can see the mayor's desk, <laughs> and the mayor is sitting there, and he looks up. And the wizard Ogastavazar reaches his hand through and plucks the wardstone and says, Here you go. Oh my god. The, the, thank you, sir. <laughs> yes. The, the portal closes and he just hands it straight to you. Um, just for clarification, you just snatched this out of uh, the timeline, correct? He um he stands there for a moment and then he goes over to his check uh to his desk and he pulls out a checkbook and he says, Okay, uh I really flubbed this one. <laughs> <laughs> How much is it going to cost for you to not tell anybody? Uh, five k each. Five k each. Oh, uh, I think I can do that. Uh, is there anything else you want, like a wish spell or? <laughs> Who? This has not been Avazar's day. Uh, Zorb is gonna go up to, and he's gonna tug on Avazar's, um, you know, cloak. Mm -hmm. And he's gonna say, "Uh, you don't." need to give me any money, but I was just wondering if maybe you could teach me some magic? An apprentice? I've not had one in years. Very well. Uh, <laughs> I do I do like little sparks from my hand, like, I, I know some magic. Yeah, he pats you on the head. You shall be my apprentice. And the uh, money's good for the rest of you? Yeah, oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good with money, yeah. Money's good. Okay, he writes out two checks. Uh, here, uh, <laughs> just take them to the bank. Uh, they'll they'll know I'm good for it. I've got uh, a lot of dragon hordes that I've I've liberated from the the evil, corrupt monsters that would hoard wealth from the good citizen. Uh, yeah, you, you know, uh, I don't need to. Yeah, 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 we 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 yeah. remember when you fought the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the evil king that was uh, ruling with an iron fist. Yes, that yeah, was yeah. me. Real cool. Ah, uh, yeah. so yeah, just I guess just uh, go ahead and take that to uh, to Mayor Wittesby and uh, 
I guess. Uh, and you we'll know, never speak of this. The good thing is, is that this, it's about the journey, really. It's the journey, not the destination. Uh, Bones is nodding and is like, yep, it, it, it sure is. Um, exits, exits over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you know, uh, you can just take the teleporter back. I'll, uh, he, he writes, uh, something on a magical scroll and it, uh, it emblazons with fire from behind and, uh, it, it, it like glows with ember. And he's like, yeah, just take this onto the teleporter. Uh, it'll take you straight back to Timberglen. Only a distance one, right? We're not. Oh, no, no. I, uh, yeah, no, no, uh, timeline shenanigans at this, at this, uh, okay. this point. Yeah. Well, thank that, you. Yeah. You, you've been a great help. Nice, uh, nice meeting you all. You've all been very pleasant. Now, uh, hey, uh, he does finger guns at Zorb. Like, don't forget your apprenticeship. Uh, yeah. How, how do I uh, get back? <sighs> I got this little brooch from your niece. There. Oh, yes. Does that do anything magic? Ah. Uh, no, but <laughs> cool. Here, let me see that. He takes the brooch and he twiddles his fingers in front of it and gives it back to you. And he says, "Okay, so if you find any of my magical caves, uh, you could probably ask her for uh where they are. But you, you, you came in through one, so you should know where it is. Uh, just uh, bring that. The statues will let you through. You don't have to do the uh the question." Cool. All right. This has been a terrible day. Um, uh, uh, farewell. And he bangs his staff and uh, purple smoke up appears again. And he seems to have like gone to another level of the tower. Like he does not <laughs> want to look at you anymore. <laughs> no longer wishes to be perceived. <laughs> he does. He, he really hecked up this one. So, you have successfully retrieved the Wardstone. Yeah, we'll we'll tell the mayor that um, we bought a we bought an Eton for it. Ooh, that sounds cool. Yeah. And when you think about it, you're getting paid twice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so you you make your way to the teleportation circle, and the door shuts behind you magically. Uh, and you can see the wizard Evazar like peeking out of a window to make sure you're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and then he sees you looking back, and then he like ducks away. <laughs> um, Understandable. So <laughs> you uh you go to the teleportation circle. The scroll lights up and uh, whisks you back to the town square, uh, uh, the, or the main road or town center or whatever I said, of Timber Glen. So, yeah, we, we get there. Uh, uh, Bones is going to hold up the, uh, the wardstone and just kind of shout out, we found it. 
the it, it's uh, evening now. The sun has set, and the mayor like is having dinner at, at the at his house, which is uh, right next to the mayor's office. And he kind of like looks out a window, like, "What? We found it." Right? Can you, what? I'm eating dinner. Can you can you just come closer? Okay. And Bones will walk up and present the mayor with the. Uh, I, I guess he's walking straight up to the to the window and just presents the mayor with the ward stone. He's like, "Yeah, we fought a." Uh, turns back to a wench. Uh, what? What was it? An an ent? Sure. An yeah. ent. Yep. I, yeah, an evil oh, ent. I. My gosh, uh, you, you've certainly put in your work. Let's, uh, he, he kind of takes the ward stone through the open window and then he realizes he has to put it back on the pedestal. So he kind of like comes out anyway. And he's, he's like, I, I didn't, I didn't expect you would get it so fast. Ah, turns out we're weirdly efficient. You are, you should. Really be in the adventuring business. I'll consider it. Uh, so the mayor victoriously leads you back with the ward stone and places it upon the pedestal where it begins to faintly uh, levitate there, providing the town with protection. And he says, yes, the, the 5,000 gold is yours, uh, but it, he he like writes you a check and says i yeah i, I you, you you are heroes we we should have like a, a festival or, or something thanks yeah oh april says the kids are fine uh i imagine it's getting close to their bedtime yeah i should go check on them yeah uh does uh does anybody want dinner? I was having, I was having dinner. I'm not hungry, but thanks for the invitation. Okay. Uh, uh, you Zorb. Ha. Do, do you want dinner? Oh yeah, if you're offering, I sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, I got. Like, Wait, what are you guys? What are you guys making? Well, I had a, I had a roast on, um, and some potatoes. Well, so. I mean, I'm not putting you guys out, right? It's... Oh, no, no. Uh, me and the wife were fine. <laughs> you know, if you guys were having a night, I didn't want to... I don't oh. want to intrude. No, no. You're heroes. <laughs> so... I guess we are. Yeah. So the camera pans out from our heroes and pans out of the town to the rising moon. And an end card says the end. That that did deliver on being silly. <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a lot of fun. You did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Thank you for playing. God, this homeless skeleton has 10,000 gold. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely going to use it, though, to like build his own office. That's not in a back alley. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like that. That's his. Uh. I almost said epitaph. That's mm -hmm. not right. Epilogue. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and uh, Wend can obviously uh, put his kids through college. Yeah, there's a lot of childcare expenses that you, especially with four kids, it's like, sheesh. So, yeah, but last time they tried to like put a pool inside the house and there's some water damage so it's 10 10,000 gold but it's going to go pretty fast yeah. you got to get somebody to look at that yeah. you got to <laughs> and zorb will one day be a great multi-class wizard what yeah. i have to know what is zorb's actual class he's a sorcerer oh okay okay he only had the two spells. <laughs> well, I didn't use any of my level one spells because we didn't go to kill anything, mm-hmm. and I mostly do fire. <laughs> I I, I, did, did. I didn't expect flare to become my signature spell, but it did. <laughs> it just kind of happened. I love flare being the signature spell. It was fantastic. I, I love this dad rat we had. He was fun. Yeah. yeah. And Bones being a surprisingly decent chef was I I did not expect that. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. That yeah, was just how the dice fell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now yeah, you have kind of, that was kind of brutal and Yeah, I <laughs> looked through like some of our rolls. Yeah. Winge <laughs> Winge got two nat ones. I got a two and a three. Um we had some bad rolls in there. So yeah, the the threshold was like below a twenty five would be um minus one d six. And then twenty five to thirty would be one d six, uh thirty to forty would be two d six, and then above forty would be three d six. Oh dang. So with two rolls combined. Yes, with two rolls combined. But yeah, that that was an interesting uh, skills challenge. Yeah, it's kind of a like a a hybrid of like a skills challenge and like a mini game. Yeah, uh, it's it, it's a good implementation of it. I guess the only thing I would say is like I wasn't super clear on what the like I'm like oh we need to get these d sixes but I'm not sure what they're gonna do. Mm, yeah, the the D sixes at the end have like uh, there's there's tiers of success. So like if you got below a thirty, it was like you would not have endeared yourself at all to these people, and they they wouldn't have you know given so, you. So we technically passed. Yeah, you technically passed, and then. Uh, the higher the D6 went, the more boons they would give you. Um, but she did give you the little brooch, uh, brooch because she felt really bad for you. And you looked really <laughs> like That's you, were, you were going. But like a sunrod, it's like you can get that for at yeah. like at, at the corner store. Yeah, I could make one. Yeah. <laughs> so she was like, uh, you passed. And I'll give you a token effort. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. Good time. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah I hope you all had fun. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that is, uh, that's this little 
Silly Zone uh, one shot uh, in Pathfinder. Thank you, people, for listening. Thank, uh, thank you, Rodrigo and Clint, for uh, hanging out with us on this nonsense. I'm so glad that you decided to show up because I had the idea for this weeks ago, and I was like, oh, yeah, because like, yeah, like early January, we learned that our uh, regular game was going to be disrupted. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, we learned pretty early that like two thirds of our players would not be with us for the regular uh, game. So I was just like, ah, heck it, we'll just run some one shots this month. Yeah. And heck yeah, I got to try out the old uh, the old DMs chair. Yeah. Yeah. How, how does it fit? Yeah. Well, what do you think? It's so scary. <laughs> it's so scary all of the time. Yeah, I, I was I've been like needling you guys for um, things that you might know trivia about. Yeah. And so so, so I, I was very amused because the Jojo's question. There are so many stands that do that. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's great. It's just, yeah, no, Rocky reuses ideas. Hmm. And then Rob, I asked Rob um, what I should ask Rodrigo, and he said, like, tabletop trivia. Mm. So I figured, like, the lore of a creature. Surely this would uh, be applicable. Yeah. I mean, was I right, or did he just give it to me? Uh, You were, uh, there were, like, two that I would have accepted. Okay. So, uh, it's well, like three. I would have set, accepted because sometimes gnomes are uh, all that also fits gnomes. Yeah. So gnomes, there's brownies, and then uh, the uh, the one like that. The Russian one. Uh no, I was thinking of uh, a duende. Oh, sure. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a pool. <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, like you, you asked me uh, like a week or two ago, like what Ro- Rodrigo liked. And I think I answered like Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So while you were mentioning creatures that hang out in the walls and braid hairs, I was like, oh, God, which ghost Pokemon is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of doing a Pokemon one, but I don't have uh, enough knowledge of that. And I was also thinking of a wrestling one, but I also <laughs> don't have a lot of knowledge of that. <laughs> oh, yes. The anti-paladin. Jonathan Sina. <laughs> um, and then for Clint's one, uh, we used to read Forgotten Realms books and our EverQuest, um, like their EverQuest guild was based off of that. <laughs> the nerds. Yeah, it helped that I had given you the answer a couple days ago. So <laughs> yeah, I was it's pretty I was, fresh in my mind. Yeah, that's exactly why I asked. <laughs> I was needling you. <laughs> but yeah. So thanks for hanging out. Um, yeah. Yeah. You can all disperse to do your your fun things. Anything uh, you guys want to plug to uh, direct people in that direction? Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I'm on a podcast called Critical Hit. It's on the Major Spoilers Network, so you can go to Majorspoilers.com and find it there, or go any place where podcasts are aggregated. 
and uh, there should be a big red D20 to go with it. Actually, I, I guess we, we've been changing it with the um, with the season. So it's called Critical Hit. It's relatively popular. You can find it. Yeah. yeah. And do you have anything you wish to plug, professional game designer? I, well, yeah, I guess I guess I could plug uh, Takeling's House Party. My friend made that game. You should buy it. It's a asymmetrical VR game. We got one person in VR and a bunch of people on the couch and they play as Takelings. Yeah. And with that, I cast Flare and I run away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Bye. Bye. Hey there. Thank you for listening. If you would like to listen to more episodes, check us out at baconflavoredpod.podbean.com or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you want to toss some money our way so our editor can eat, check us out at patreon.com slash crimsbacon. If you would like to contact us, feel free to email at baconflavoredpods at gmail.com, or check out our link tree in the episode description. And you come upon this town, and hello? Dungeons and Dragons, it's... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Siri. <laughs> that's, um, that's the alarm for my other Dungeons and Dragons game, because I just didn't turn it off. Uh, whoops. <laughs>